Welcome to a brand new episode of Tile Light Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we've got a lot of geeky news that has piled up over the last couple of weeks. But uh, before we get into that, a little bit of housekeeping, including two pieces of sad news here. Uh, we had a couple of recent uh, prolific people passed away. Um, the first was William Hurt, um, who you may know as Thunderbolt Ross from the MCU films. He's in... Uh, so many so body heat. I mean, <laughs> Dune, you know, uh, miniseries and sci-fi. Just guy had a huge breath of work. Um, he passed away. And then uh, one of my favorite wrestlers, actually, of all time. The yeah. bad guy. Yeah, the bad guy, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Uh, he had a triple heart attack, which just sounds effing horrible. Um, and, uh, he passed away, uh, over the weekend. So yeah, just sad. And, um, you know, we just want to kind of give a moment of silence to recognize those two guys. So yeah, check out both their work, uh, <laughs> both very talented in their own very separate ways, uh, for sure. If now isn't the time to do the red Hulk when is i know right it's time it's time to let the legacy live on <coughs> through a brooding red hulk so exactly let's do it let's it. do thunderbolts let's do it um so chris what have you been uh geeking out on though? so fucking watch man you don't, you don't even want to know <laughs> first f bomb of the night all right it is <laughs> i beat i beat horizon forbidden west yeah you did yeah uh took me 60 hours now I'm 20 hours into Cyberpunk, which I've been waiting forever to play the game because <laughs> they decided to release that next-gen game on a PS4 and totally embarrass themselves. But they have totally redeemed themselves, and I am living my most fabulous life in Night City. Um, That's it. That man. Uh, comic books. I just picked up comics again for the first time in a long time because Charlie Amazon's just started, so I'm excited about that. Um, I read the first Punisher issue, the new Jason Aaron run. Yeah. And I'm getting ready for Shadow War. So there's a lot of stuff on the docket and a lot of things to get caught up on. Yeah, it's um it's a it's you know, we're gonna talk about it, obviously, but there's a lot of things coming up really soon. Even in this month of April and we're halfway through or sorry, we're in we're in March. But there's things in Summer. March as well as April coming. So um yeah, I'm you know, I'm still in Horizon Zero Dawn or Forbidden West rather. I have not had that much time to play because I have it downstairs uh, in the basement on the big screen. So I've actually been playing a lot of Hades on nice. my Switch um, because I can do that while I feed my daughter and stuff. So it's been uh, it's been good. And then finish Arcade 81, uh, which is very good. And I'm about three or four episodes into the new He-Man Season two, the kitty, quote unquote, kitty version, which honestly, I, I really, you got to watch it. I really, really, you know, I know you would like it and I know your wife will like it too. Yeah. I'm just going to binge it all. Yeah. It's fun. It's just fun. And mm -hmm. the way that they switch the mythology around, it's like, this is He-Man, but just different. It's like. The way that you would want to reboot, quote unquote, to go. It's like you remembered everything from the roots. You don't shit on them. 
you just tweak it so enough that you're like, okay, I get it. This is fun. First couple episodes are not like that. And then once they start getting into it more and more, and especially now in this new season, you're like, oh, okay, this this is He-Man still. <laughs> like, so it's a lot of fun. I've been having having fun with that one. Good. So, all right, let's get into this, man. So first things first, Marvel TV, movie, streaming, gaming, news. All of it. Uh, that's it. Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, it is out now digitally. You can watch it. A lot of people I know have been. Starting on Tuesday, you can be able to pick it up. Uh, physical. When is it on Disney Plus? Uh I don't know. Maybe on that. Fi- maybe on three twenty-two. Maybe on that day. Uh, they have not said that though. No, so I, I know. Don't, I don't know. I've been looking for that date, but I haven't seen anything either. So are I'm you gonna buy it? it? Good. Oh, voodoo yes. that for me, so I can watch <laughs> yes. it again. Absolutely, absolutely. Ooh. So that is out. Uh, coming out. Fred Hetchinger is set to be playing the chameleon's uh, half-brother in the new Craven movie. What? Chameleon is the half-brother of Craven. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, why is that? Okay. Sorry. That's bad. It's bad note-taking on my part. It's okay. Uh, So, yeah, he's playing chameleon. And then as far as the villain goes, Alessandro... Navola is going to be the main villain. Um, or sorry, he's another villain. And then Christopher Abbott is the main villain, the foreigner. A lot of Girl. casting news coming from from Craven. I don't know who all these people are, you know, but I'm excited because we're going to talk about some other Spider-Verse things. Like, they're moving. They are moving along. Yeah, I, I'm tempted to go see Morbius, but I'm not going to theater for it. I just... I don't like going to theater that much anymore. Most because people suck. Um, I'm very intrigued about this Craven movie. Like we keep saying villains, but aren't they all villains? Uh, it's a villain movie. You uh, know, that's what yeah. they're building out. Like isn't um, isn't Venom? You know, right? But then, well, is he though? Since we were kids, I, I know. Whatever. I know. But you're right. It's all these like, oh, we're gonna walk this line of good and bad, and we're gonna make all our villains well, kind of good guys. Yeah. yeah. Can use Spider-Man. Hunt Spider-Man, please. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of intrigued about this movie. I do like Craven as a character, so I'm wondering how they're going to play this off. Yeah, um, I think if if it were me, knowing that there's numerous characters in it, I would have a kind of like big hunt and Craven wins, you know, against all these other like almost like spy type people, like a spy versus spy type of situation. But that's, I love those kind of movies. That's my movie. That's yeah, my movie. that sounds great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something violent and fun and yeah, that's it. Um, also in the Spider Verse is Madam Web casting Sydney Sweeney, who's in, she's in Euphoria. I'd say that's probably like her best known thing, especially right now since Euphoria season two just ended. Um, which I'm watching. I that's my other thing I'm geeking out on. Uh, so I don't know what her role is yet, but more casting. It sounds like they're really pushing these spider-verse movies to go like let's we've been talking about them for years let's get them there's an article out today about mcu connections as well i gotta read into it but there's something i read it yeah yeah so amy pascal said basically that her and kevin have a really good working relationship it's fun that we're allowed to play in their sandbox and vice versa so there's going to be she said you know, after New Way Home, there was more. And then going forward, there will be more things. So I think she was referring to, like, the Venom, you know, being in that. 
even though it wasn't he didn't really have any interaction with anyone from the MCU, but just the fact that hey, we're we're doing this and sort you know of. sort of. But who knows? Morbius, you know, is the next walks one. that line. Right? Yeah. Right. And then who knows what Doctor Strange is about to do. So <sighs> We'll we'll just see what opens up all of these verses. Yeah, when Cumberbatch is like, yeah, we're on like No Way Home level with yeah. this multiverse of madness. I believe it. I believe it could be even crazier than what they did in Spider-Man, honestly, because they can just open up the gates. Right. Um, yeah, we got Spider-Man and Spider-Man movies, but all of a sudden we have Patrick Stewart showing up as, you know, Illuminati and stuff. Who knows right. what else is going to sh- who else is going to show up in that council as we talked about last time, but exciting exciting stuff. Exactly. Very very good time to be a geek. Uh Aaron Pierre joins Blade. Um again, you know, who knows what his role is going to be. We really don't know anything about Blade. We I don't even know if it's a movie. Or if it's a show, right? They say solo film, but like, is it? Who knows? Arshala yeah. Ali does both TV and movies, no? Right. So, right. and these these TV shows are movies. They're better than movies, in my opinion, honestly, because you can really um, tell a longer form story. But yeah, from everything we see with Moon Knight at the end of this month, these teases with Werewolf by Night, which we'll talk about in a second. There's a lot of stuff vamp like getting ramped up for this, especially since he lent his voice to that post credit scene in Eternals with Black Knight. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, you mentioned Werewolf by Night. Uh, we found out that Michael Giacchino, who has been composing everything, he's one of my favorite all-time composers, um, he is going to be directing Werewolf by Night. So that's going to be a different role for him. I'm sure he'll be at least handling part of the music probably the theme at least so what does that mean for that standalone episode i, I don't have no idea we have no, I, no clue <laughs> i had no idea it was live action until recently like i was all under the impression you it's cartoon that, yeah yeah it's wild because if that scene in moon knight is him beaten down on werewolf by night because that was moon knight's first appearance they're gonna start building out this this marvel Midnight Sun stuff, and you know if they right. do that, game over. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. <sighs> I sure hope so, and I and I agree. Uh, Deadpool three, Sean Levi is going to direct it. Uh, he just got off of two movies with Ryan Reynolds. He did Free Guy, and then the Adam Project that just came out over the weekend. So oh, team it up. That. Yeah, I do too. Um, triple treat <laughs> with yeah. the two of them. Uh, we will see what's going on with with all that. Yeah, it's time it's time to get that movie going. We'll, we'll talk about Defenders in a second and putting mature content on Disney Plus. But Moon Knight is being hailed as one of the best Marvel series, and if it is, and they're sticking to more of a mature theme, like we're hoping, then we're we're gold, my friend, because this is this is where we need to be. They, I know people like we'll talk about how Disney's up. Like people are upset at Disney, but they bought this property, all these properties for a reason, and they need to do it right to a certain extent. Yeah. A PG-13 version of Deadpool, to me, is a waste. Yeah. I mean, just the same thing with, like, I could see you might be able to get away with a PG-13 version of 
well, let's just talk about it now. They just put all of the defenders and agents of shield and all that stuff on, on Netflix, uh, as of today. Um, and like, they haven't, they didn't tweak it. You know, they didn't, I think they added what parental controls to it. That was my understanding. I just, I didn't read that article today, but I found it. Uh, I was going to read it before the show, but I didn't have a chance. So people are like upset about the family oriented at Disney adding these shows with sex and violence and all this stuff on there. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. come on, you also bought 20th century. There's a lot of stuff on there that um, could be put on a streaming service, like on the streaming service as well. So, well, Hamilton has yeah. swear where and they just say, Hey, this is mature. I haven't, like you said, I haven't seen what it is yet, but like there's, there's other things that do have, maturity i mean the simpsons you know like come on <laughs> this I mean, isn't the first thing the, I get back at swearing you, i guess you have hulu and then they have star overseas so it's just kind of like what are you what is what are you using hulu for maybe they maybe they couldn't put it on hulu because of a contract with with netflix or something because direct competition in, in that regard at one point who knows it's just kind of ridiculous at this point it's like hey you're the parent this is your yes. job we like yes. to watch these shows across the board we are old enough to turn on the parental controls yeah if you went and let your five-year-old go through marvel and then pick this thing that's on them because yeah. at some point we're gonna have to see punisher and we're gonna have to see ghost rider 2 and all that stuff and blade all of that stuff's gonna come on there <laughs> at and some this point. is oh no exactly and the way i look at it it's like Back in the day in the grocery store, all these comics were in the spinner rack. Daredevil, Punisher mixed in with all the other comics. So we've been yeah. reading mature stuff since we were kids. Yeah. It was that a good thing. I don't know. I'm kind of crazy, but not too much. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we're for keeping the content to match the audience. And also, like I said, I don't I don't want them to go backwards if they decide to do daredevil season four and Jessica Jones season four and you know what I mean? And, and yeah. bring in Bernthal and all those guys, like, which I think they should with the exception of Finn Jones, obviously. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like, that's their problem. Right. You can put PG versions of daredevil into the, the regular MCU. Like these ones aren't even on the timeline right now. They're variants, of course. So let's treat it that way. I mean, there's yeah. got to be something for everybody when it comes to comic book movies. I agree. And shows. Um, and then, you know, also we have a couple pieces of more Disney Plus Marvel Sh stuff Duff. here. <laughs> stuff. Miss Marvel trailer. I didn't watch it and I just didn't because I I don't care. I'm just going to go right into the show and watch it anyway. I will say that I thought it was very fun. Yeah, it I've heard that. very comic booky. They did mess around with her powers and origin, which I don't care because it's it's MCU. So like they own change things. <laughs> they can do what they want. They already messed up in humans. So good luck ever trying to bring that back. So I don't care. It's all about her as a character and the way that she relates to the, MC the Marvel Universe and through her eyes. And that's always been kind of the more interesting thing about that character to me. Regardless of like her powers look fine, they're different and they're definitely come. I'm sure they come from a different source. Who knows what they're going to say, but whatever. She does the same thing. 
I like the actress so far. Can't wait to watch the show. That's all that matters. Just keep it. Here's the thing, too, guys, and everyone else. Um, they change origins on comic book characters all of the time. You know what I mean? So if you've been reading comic books, your Mark Spector wasn't wasn't the same. Moon Knight wasn't the same. He didn't have uh, disassociative disorder in the beginning. It, that's a recent thing, actually. That's like Warren Ellis's version. So it's like you could you want to fight about it? Did you read the comics? I don't think you read the Sinkevich run because you don't know that. So you know what I mean? It's just like people get up in arms, but I bet you those people are also not comic book readers, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. Really? Or they're yeah. or they're they think they are. You know what I mean? Like they've read, you know, the Marvel Now version of the character and they put their foot on it because as of twenty eleven, that's when they become a comic book reader. And that's fine. I am not ever going to blame anyone for reading comics as you've heard my closing throughout the many years of doing this podcast i say go and read your comics but the point is then you have to back it up you yeah. can't just make bullshit statements about oh this isn't their power set therefore i can't watch the show eh, everyone's power set's different okay <laughs> go back to the 80s and read crisis and infinite earth and see how they treated the entire dc stable and changed it for good yeah basically right, right so whatever enjoy enjoy it and just just be happy <laughs> just we're getting turn this. off your brain yeah just right. be happy you even see a brown girl as a superhero on television <laughs> you could be critical after you watch it yes obviously. i don't hear this shit before like yes that's it yeah that's it. uh and speaking of brown girls who Maybe superheroes. Uh, we've got uh, Lyric Ross is cast in Ironheart. She's Riri Williams' best friend, so I don't know if she'll have actually any superpowers. But, you know, again, moving forward with all the stuff that's happening uh, on Disney Plus right now, more casting means we're getting closer to seeing more of these projects come to life, and that is good for all of us. Absolutely. I have nothing else to add to that. That's perfect. Awesome. You please. I'll let's go into. This. Yeah, you got to take on this. Let me, let me take on the DC verse today. Uh, so remember when DC dropped that teaser trailer for 2022, like uh, two weeks ago, three two weeks, weeks ago. Right, right, right. <laughs> so now I don't even want to get into these, like all the specifics. You can look up these dates online. But all of a sudden we have like Black Adam, The Flash moved to 2023. Shazam got moved up, like all these. Black shit. Adam, I think, is still this year, but I think it's oh, it October. Pushed. It got pushed to October. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so did like God. the Super Dog thing, Super Pets this year. So the things that Aquaman. got moved, Aquaman, got moved. Aquaman, and the Flash got moved to next year, and then Shazam got moved up. And I'm positive it's because Shazam they don't care about going against Avatar, whereas Aquaman they did. Which is strange because. I thought Shazam is the better movie anyways out of the two. No, I I love Aquaman too. And I know people don't, which I don't really care because it's a fun movie. and I like James Wan. So it's a version of the character and you have to enjoy that. So I get it. Like you don't want to go up against Avatar, which has been in the making for who knows before most people have been even watching movies. Um, (laughs) Do they even know what Avatar is anymore? I don't know. It's strange though, because I would have loved to see 200 water movies happen but Aquaman would have lost regardless. Any movie is going to lose. 
but get that Shazam out a couple weeks before it. It's fine. Um, I'm just kind of disappointed. The flash is not coming out this year. It was like probably my most anticipated movie of the year. It was other than avatar for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, true. So yeah. <laughs> and, and sorry, sorry, Dr. Strange. Like, let's oh, not, I mean, that's, that's, that's we don't talk because they don't move their dates very often. Not really. Uh, they do, but, but they don't. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm really kind of just like, why, why the heck did you even drop that teaser? Oh, it's COVID related. It's COVID related. You've been in like post production for months. Yeah. So I just think they don't want to release that many movies this year. They're like, why do it? What, what do we have coming out next year? Nothing. I, <laughs> you notice that that got, when did it get changed? I don't know. Anyway, what, regardless, they changed it. It sucks. What's next? <laughs> Good news. Uh, Blue Beetle's still in production. So Blue Beetle's okay. ad- adding Harvey G- Gillian. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but um, this is this is a movie I'm very excited for. Uh, Jaime Reyes deserves some time in the spotlight, and I'm glad that they moved to the big screen. I'm not sure how that move will work, but I'm happy that they're at least being brave about it. Yeah, and I like that they're continuing with like the Latin casting. They're doing a really good job at keeping up with this. This guy, yeah, he's in What We Do in the Shadows. He's he's yes. very funny. Yeah, that's who he was. Yeah, yeah. The directors are 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 Latin American, um, and it's just they're doing a good job both sides of the pond. Yeah, putting people on the projects that should be working on it. Directors line up with the character. They like the voice is right. So I'm really happy. I still hope Ted Cord shows up, but I won't count my, uh, you know, so <laughs> before they're hatched. <laughs> Anyways, Matt Ryan is returning to the role of John Constantine, which I'm always sad when I hear that he's not going to be John Constantine anymore. But whatever. Mm. The House of Mystery is coming out. It's, it's a showcase which features a bunch of the shorts again, which are some of my favorites. Uh, Commandy, The Losers, which is great. Oh, nice. Um, and Blue Beetle. So that anthology will be hitting in May and will also include a documentary about the history of the DC showcase um, and more. That's awesome. That's absolutely great news. Um, you know, what happened to who was that guy, the uh, Sergeant Rock or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, where's that? They did. The last bunch of shorts had that. The one with the okay. Phantom Stranger. Okay, and okay. Then I, I got to watch missed those? I missed it. Yeah, yeah they're on YouTube. Those okay. are great. Those are really uh, good. I like. I guess I was waiting for my HBO Max, <laughs> and I don't think they came there. Maybe not. I don't know why they wouldn't. I, I haven't even seen Batman in the, the 70s one yet. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, I'm like behind. Oh. So. All right. Yeah, that this one, I'm, I'll be there day one. Awesome. Uh, DMZ got another trailer. It looks great. Check it out. Rosario Dawson stars in it. It looks pretty action-packed and exciting. This is nice because we got Ava Dubrovny finally, you know, coming into the DC uh, universe, which, we yes, hopefully maybe this tips the scale so they'll let her do New Gods or come back to it or something. I don't know. But I like that it's a four-part series. I like it's just this is it. And that's one thing I've always loved about HBO is like they'll do four, six, ten episodes and go, that's it. Yeah. 
you got your story. You're done. And this is, you know, if this is the beginning of maybe more stories set in the DMZ world, great. If it's not, that's great, too. Right. Right. It's like David Linoff saying, I'm I'm done with Watchmen. I'm going out on a high note. Yeah, you know? exactly. And now I'm going to go it. do a Star Wars movie, apparently, um, which is not oh. on our notes because it's not real yet. But OK. But that's the thing is just like if you could just admit when you're done and you could put out something great, just do it. And move on because people are just going to wreck your life anyways. So, <laughs> um, speaking of wrecking, wrecking my life, I don't know if Legends of Tomorrow will return for another season. It's kind of odd that it hasn't been announced because you. Oh, that's they, coming. Is it? I follow Katie Lots on. Um, oh, thank God. On Instagram, yeah, it is, yeah, there's another season. Perfect. Yeah, yeah they. Um, so Donald Faison from Scrubs, if you remember that yep. show, uh, appeared in the season finale as Booster Gold. And which was scary to me that they wouldn't be continuing the show because I've been waiting for this character to show up on it because why not? Forever. Time show, <laughs> right? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he also may show up on The Flash. OK, that's good. Yeah. You know, great actor. And like, definitely we've been waiting for Booster Gold to be on some screen forever. Anything. Hopefully someday Booster Gold will be on the big screen because that he's a character that just needs to have a movie maybe a tv show but definitely a movie blue and gold blue and gold baby let's do it let's do it up after ted court gets his his little cameo in blue beetle let's do a blue and gold movie please i'm all about tv show i don't care comedy comedy all the way uh gotham knights speaking of comedies um just (laughs) comedy of airs (laughs) uh they cast both Fallon Smythe and tyler chiara as series regulars they will be playing. I'm sorry here. Oh, they're playing the Harper Row and Harper Row and, and uh, yeah, Colin. Good. This is a character that should be on the show. We need to be talking about other Batman characters in that world if you're going to be doing something where Batman's dead outside of the main stable that you always do. So I'm happy that Damian Wayne is the head of the show or the the main character, and that we'll see. Kid, like villains kids yeah rose and more so That's, i'm intrigued i'm intrigued because it's gonna toe the line you know with the kid thing it's like are we watching the descendants you know like that's that's my only and it's cw and it's cw they have they could fall into that trap real real easy but i've always liked um harper rose since she was introduced i thought she was a different character for the uh for the DC world. So um, in that story with her brother in, in the, in the row, in the, what are the narrows, what is that place called? What is the place in Batman, right? Where all the bad shit happens. I don't know. All right. Anyway, don't worry about it. You might be right. <laughs> I had a long day. <laughs> it, is, it is, it is the narrows. It's the, sh- okay. it's like the shittiest place. Yeah. <laughs> Like what they try to like emulate on on Arrow. Yeah, they so. did. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, don't give me that look. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable. All right, go I on. don't know. <laughs> I was gonna admit it though. Yeah, I, I was know just gonna you cut all that out. You're just like, <laughs> all right. Anyways, um, unfortunately, the GCPD show is not happening. I was kind of excited about it being a year one story, 
I was really hoping they were going to build up this whole like Batman being introduced into it. Maybe, maybe Pattinson shows up in the end of the series. They just talk about him like he's a monster the whole time. I don't know. But then we already <laughs> also had Gotham. And also nobody wants to watch a cop show. So now we have an Arkham show in the works, which is replacing GCPD. This is great. This is something that we have not explored um, really in any of these, you know, Batman-esque shows or Gotham. So this is just fantastic. You know what I mean? That means Hugo Strange can show up. That means every single villain can show up. Every single one of them can show up on this show. So I'm excited to see. And, like, what do you do? You know, is this uh, Oz? (laughs) You know? Like, is it like that kind of show? Is it Orange is the New Black? Is it all inside of Arkham? Do they get out? How do they get it? You know, like there's so many different ways. I could have a show that's literally you show me the villain, then you show me how they got there. Next episode, next villain, and then you do an overarching story within that. Matt Reeves, hi. I'll write this for you. And what's the timeline, right? Is this happening after yeah. the Batman? Is it still right. before the Batman? Is it the origin of Arkham? It's very right. interesting because Arkham itself is a character. Yeah. And it's never been properly explored, like you said. So the Penguin has been ordered by HBO. Uh, and in light of what they did with um, Peacemaker being basically a direct sequel to the Suicide Squad. This looks to be also a direct sequel to the Batman showing us what happens to Colin Farrell's character. I'm all about it because it was actually surprisingly one of my favorite parts of the movie was his penguin. Yeah, he was unrecognizable in the role in a good way. And um, I really, really, really want to see because, again, it's his origin. It's everyone's like little origin story. So. He was just a low life, and how is he gonna rise up to the the penguin? Because he's Oz right now. So uh, I'm very very excited to see how this show goes as a direct sequel to the movie. Hell yeah! Speaking of hell yes, um, <laughs> Kite Man, hell yeah! Uh, one of the best characters I think introduced in the last decade. Um, not introduced formally, but revamped uh, via I think Tom King started this whole new kite man type thing that was continued into the harley quinn animated series where he became poison ivy's boyfriend for a time yeah. he is getting actually a spin-off his own spin-off um and he'll be buying noonan's which is a bar it's an infamous hangout for supervillains in the show and he's going to be the main character so i'm very excited for that i will give you a little easter egg thing that popped up in peacemaker because there's like Peacemaker's first battle was with Cat, Kite, Kite Man. And so he saves like this the newspaper article on his fridge. And yeah. I'm like, if Kite Man does not show up in this show, I'd be very disappointed. Of, you know, oh, I'd be yeah. very disappointed in that. Yeah. So I think that's going to happen. And now he has his own show anyways. So, yeah, very, very fun. I love I love the Harley Quinn show. This will be just as good. I'm so happy to get a spinoff. Yeah, I'm happy to. Uh, last up, we have a a date finally for Gotham Knights. It's been in the works for far too long. It's coming out on October 25th, 2022. So happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, really, you know, two days after my birthday. So 
very exciting for this. Um, hopefully I catch up on all my other games before this time. <laughs> Not bloody likely, but I am very excited to be playing this and I'm glad it's got a date. Yeah, I'm sure I'll still be a resident in, in Night City at that point. Oh, I'll you will be. Go to yeah. Gotham City for vacation. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. All right, so let's talk Star Wars. <laughs> let's talk this okay. Obi-Wan trailer that we've been waiting forever for. Uh, we have basically two months until the show drops, which is a good time to drop a trailer. What did you think? Loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, you know, there's some things people are nitpicking about, of course. Uh, there's some things that people who have no idea what Star Wars is are nitpicking, of course. But for me, it was what I needed. I could have seen a couple, you know, grains of sand go across. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like, I know, stream I know. And just say Obi-Wan coming this date. And that would have been it. And I would have been fine. But this was enough where a lot of this shit could just be in the first episode you right. know what i mean and like you've given us really nothing so uh hold back showing that lightsaber hold back showing that vader until the show please but this is the last thing i'll be watching for sure i agree i just think it's great to see the inquisitors in live action yeah it's amazing that they're that they're doing it what was it seventh brother was in there um i forgot oh, it's another another sister was there now we meet reva the third sister yeah and now we're getting the Grand Inquisitor, which is amazing because I thought he was a great character in Rebels, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do it, you know, do with that character on the on the screen. Whether or not he has a large role or not, he's there, and the Inquisitors are a major part of this whole timeline as they continue to reinforce that, um, which I love because I just it's been smart since the beginning. Yeah, I um couldn't be more excited for this show it's the one that i've wanted the most so <laughs> very very pumped up for this uh and then we have a couple things from the mandalorian world uh we have <clears throat> jim o'hare will be joining season three uh he was in parks and rec if you remember who he is but yeah i don't know who he's playing i don't I, care who he's, he's playing. jerry <laughs> jandrich yeah <laughs> from parks and rec yeah exactly he's probably trying to start like a recreation program in mass Espa or something like that so you know, we need parks and rec if boba yep. fett isn't funding this stuff you know after his takeover i'm i would be surprised it's gonna be a whole new area a whole new place to live <laughs> yeah i like the actor he's very very talented so we'll see what he what he adds to the star wars universe and then last up in Star Wars news, uh, we are getting an adaptation of The Mandalorian, starting with season one from writer Rodney Barnes and artist Jorge Gente. Uh, so they're going to be taking each of the first eight episodes and adapting them to eight episodes or eight issues of a comic book. Can I just say I think this is so effing stupid? Like, I get it. We've been we, we've been having this for years. OK, yeah. And that's totally fine. Um, but my problem is that this and what they've already done is canceled like a Mandalorian tie-in novel. And now like I like more comics that are set around it. But now that we have Ahsoka and we have Boba Fett, I'm assuming there's going to be more Boba Fett show. You know what I mean? I assume I could be wrong, but like, now we get the, you know, these comic adaptations. I just, it's just stupid. It's just like, watch the effing show. I don't need to read it. 
And this is from a hardcore reader. <laughs> Remember when they adapted the sequels and they start with The Force Awakens? Yeah. And I think they either started The Last Jedi or they were going to, and then they, they canceled like, it. Yeah, we're just done. Because it's done. Like, they did Thrawn. I don't think they even finished it. They did the first. They have the first only that book. first trait, and that's it. That's what I mean. But, Ridiculous. like, there's a lot more books since then, so. Yeah. That's, I would honestly read those over watching, you know, over reading the books that to get I, the gist okay, of so, it, you know? Sorry. So that, yes, it's like it's a it's a condensed version of a book. Mm-hmm. But the show, especially if you're going one for one, it's like I'm this is the golden books version. <laughs> like, this is dumb. You just dropped the golden books reference. Uh, yeah, two Hell old, yeah. Two year old. You know? That's it. We're going to commercial. <laughs> that was drop my. Mic drop right there. All right, all right. We'll see you guys soon. That was great. DFET Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFET Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back from those fine commercials. Uh, so let's talk comic books. First up in DC News, Deceased is coming back for Chapter 3. Tom Taylor, who is just like <laughs> swinging on, at full function. That's what I'm going to say. This guy, yeah. like we said is where he should be. We said this like a year ago, where he should be is where he is now. He is like taking over the comic industry because he is amazing. So he has teased chapter three. I can't wait. Um, that's it. I, there's not too much to it. Uh, besides that it's been announced. And yeah. Thank gods. Thank the new gods. Thank the new gods. Uh, this is getting the animated, right? I think that was one of the new movies that's coming out. What? Am I wrong? I don't know. I hope so. I didn't. But yeah, this is um, this is fun. You know, I love these books. I think that they are a lot of fun, and I am glad that they're continuing. It's just a wild effing story. So uh, can't wait to see how this turns out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, also, Christopher Priest is back to revamp another DC character for probably the better. Uh, what he did with Deathstroke was really great. And now mm-hmm. he's going to be taking on Black Adam, which should usher in more of the Black Adam that we will see on the big screen. Uh, there was no doubt that they would make Black Adam more of a good guy on the screen because he is being played by The Rock. Whether he walks that line or not, we will see him kill people in this movie. We will see Black Adam at his might, but he will according to that little teaser we got, we'll probably join the side of the good guys, at least for that movie. Um, so look at what DC's going to do now. So look forward to this Black Adam series changing the character, maybe for better or for the worse. Depends on who you are. Right. I think that's the thing is, just like I said at the beginning of this episode, we're about to see a different take on this character with what Priest will do. And we're also going to see a different take on what we see in the movies. So you four Black Adam fans that have been following him as a solo character 
uh, you know, maybe you'll be offended, but you know, 99% of us who don't give a shit, uh, we're going to be in for a good time. And I'll be reading this comic because it's probably going to be basically a starting over point for the character. And that's great by me. And Christopher priest is awesome. So yes, that's the thing. It's just like, we've been waiting for this movie for over a decade. Just I'll take it over a decade. Remember, right. Now that the JSA is involved, we've seen some really great footage from it. I, I'm really excited for this movie, so I, I can't wait. I will pick up this series as well. So, uh, I mentioned earlier that the Punisher returned, uh, Jason Aaron is manning that 12 issue mini series, but it seems to be that Garth Enos is returning to write the Punisher as well. So, Marvel isn't shying away from the Punisher at all. Yes, they changed his logo. They're looking to kind of give a new start to this character away from whatever politics and bullshit did to him. Um, Frank Castle is a very he's a he's a very complicated character who deserves not to get erased from our from our timeline. Yeah, and from what I understand about this particular series is it's going to go back to when he was in the army as well so they don't really have to deal with the skull and all that kind of stuff either um you know garthiness's run on punisher max is what would be considered the quintessential punisher yeah. uh even though i've been reading him far longer than that it is and you know enos is one of my favorite writers so mm-hmm. To have him back on, you know, Frank Castle, I'm I'm down. I'm ready. Me too. Me too. Uh, next up, Miracle Man. Miracle Man, Neil Gaiman character. It's kind of interesting because they tried to reintroduce him not too long ago. Uh, yeah. Get when it was, because uh, I have that first issue. And so it looks like the new printing of the the trade paperback will be arriving in October. We'll collect the first issues of that comic, which was written by Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham. Um, and so I wonder, honestly, if this character is going to make a comeback. Neil Gaiman properties are very hot. Uh, they they tried at one point. It didn't take off very well. And why is it now getting a reprint? Hmm. That's interesting. Uh yeah, I mean, really, that's what you're saying. Like, why now is it is it dropping? But uh, okay, I will uh, take a look. I I did read some of those. It was a little too much for me at the time. Yeah, he returned in um, the big crossover in Timeless, which they yeah. Did. So it'll be interesting to see if if this this book coming out in October is actually something that will propel the character into more of the mainstream again. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, this next one is interesting because, like we mentioned about variants, uh, Jessica Jones is returning in a comic called The Variants. It's going to be written by Gail Simone with art by Phil Noto. And huh. we'll see more than one Jessica Jones showing up in this. So this is kind of interesting to see what happens. Yeah, this is an insanely good pairing mm-hmm. <laughs> of writer and artist um so that's just that's just fantastic and the really good thing about this is it's five issues yes. so either read them one by one or get the trade when it comes out but um 
this sounds like this will be a really cool I- idea. I like that there's all these different versions of Jessica Jones. And um, I like these, you know, I-, I like that they're finally getting to a point where we don't have to be reading 500 tie-ins of a comic just to get it. It's like, just, this is great. This is just where it needs to be. And then if you do five more, great. <laughs> That's why I hate comics. I love comics. But I hate Sorry. ongoing stuff. Like hate the big two. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't. The other can't ones don't deal do with it. Like this. No, no, they don't. <laughs> but they also do great miniseries when they do do them, and they tell a good one-off yeah. story or whatever. It 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 finds its place in continuity, but it's concise. You're not you're not losing a lot in like the storytelling. So I, I don't know. I just, I really appreciate that more and more as I get older. Um, finally in comic book news though, Kevin Smith is getting into the, uh, teaming up with dark horse with his creator owned comics that he will write. This looks like it's going to be all about his view askew universe. So it'd be interesting to see what comes out of this. Yeah. It's going to be called, uh, the secret stash press. That's the imprint that is under uh, Dark Horse. So, you know, he's done it before. Like I have a chasing Amy. I think it was a it was a chasing dogma, which oh, took yes. place between those two. And like, there's been Mallrats. There's definitely been Clerk stuff throughout the years that he's he's done. So that's fine. Hopefully, it's better than the movies <laughs> that he's been doing. Yeah, that's all. Uh, the line launches this fall with Masquerade being the first eight issue series that will drop. It's about a budding vigilante. <laughs> then it's followed by uh, an ongoing anthology called Quick Stops. That's set in the View verse, uh, which is interesting. It'll be an anthology book. So that sounds like a lot. That's of fun, actually a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And Clerks 3 comes out this year. So it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally. So, oh you know, Clerks 2 is. Uh, thing of brilliance I, I really do hope this brings me back to loving his stuff again me too me too so uh um, right. crowd sorcery time let's do it uh old school essentials this is on it has eight days at the time of this recording uh which is the 16th but basically it's kind of like a rpg in a box um so you can play classic and you can play advanced version and you just you get your classes and it's all a different card game instead of doing it on a board sweet yeah i thought this was kind of cool one so check that out they're at six hundred and sixty-eight thousand out of a hundred thousand coal <laughs> games man I'm telling you we need to make a game to do that game, game. uh so that that is out and it's funding uh what has nine days left and this one i'm a little i'm not worried about it because it is close to goal it's got nine days left so monster hide um this is by loose collector so loose collector they create toys mostly uh lady death and purgatory and some others of the brian padillo creations uh this is another one of their own original characters and it's like it's a six inch toy, but the scale is that of the abomination, not even the Hulk. It's just a massive toy. 
a bunch of articulation. Um, they're looking for 92 grand. They're at 84 grand right now. You know, the only thing I would say is like, it's $72 for it. And that's where I was like, man, that's, it's just a, a bit too much. Like, yes, it's original. Yes, it's cool looking, but it's just a bit too much. Uh, I don't know. That scale, when you got I know. four horsemen are charging 50 to 70 for that scale. You're also right. Not scale, but I size. About that. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. It's tough. I mean, yeah. they're, indie, they're doing indie thing. This yes. is mammoth. Yes. Mammoth compared to the other figures here. So, I don't know. He He looks great. Isn't there a Marvel character that looks like that as well, Mr. Hyde? You know. <laughs> well, that's why I said it's a similar abomination. Yeah, it could just it could just go in between every line. So it looks great. Yeah. If I had the money, I'd probably back that just for fun. Yep. And then uh, next month, but we wanted to kind of let you guys be aware. It, it got pushed back. Uh, Far Cry Beyond, which is a tabletop. Uh, Far Cry game with miniatures. It's going to be coming out really soon. I think they just pushed it back to April 11th. So we'll we'll give you a heads up next, you know, in a couple episodes when it actually launches. But you can we have the links live for all of these uh, in the notes so you can check that out. So let's go to TV streaming news. Paramount Plus uh, gave us some Star Trek goodness. Picard season three is its last. They actually shot the finale already. Um, yeah, so they're going back and finishing the rest of the episodes. But honestly, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a story that doesn't need to keep going on forever, despite how much I loved the first season. And I'm looking forward to season two, just binging it all. But Patrick Stewart ain't getting any younger. And that's really probably part of the reason, I would imagine. That's it. They got him for Doctor Strange, which is amazing. Yeah. They got him for this show. We haven't started season two. We're trying to start it this week. Um, been reading a lot of good stuff about it. It just, yeah. When when we have to talk about his death on the show, it's going to be quite the day. Yeah. Oh, my. I don't even want to talk about my wife and your wife. Just. Ugh. Okay. So, what are we talking about? Star Strange Trek. New World. Strange New Worlds. Yes. So, we got the trailer for that. Um, can you tell me about is this crossover show? So they introduced I didn't watch the trailer because I figured I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah, so they brought Christopher Pike in at the end of season one of Discovery. Yeah, uh, Discovery season one is too dark for all Star Star Trek fans, and when you watch it, it's like they clean it all the cleaning out stuff up real quick. They're like they bring in Christopher Pike, and all of a sudden it's like. Star Trek again, because one of the mm. biggest things was like it's too dark. I liked it, but I get it. It was like they did the Klingons, they did the Mirrorverse in the first season, they did all this crazy dark shit. Yeah. And then, then they're like, we do need to fix this because people are complaining. So when you watch the last episode of that season, and then you watch the first se- season, uh, or first episode of season two, it's like night and day. So mm. Christopher Pike, Spock, they have a they have a role in in discovery for a while now they're going to go and do this show when i watch it i feel like it's it's before all of this happens because they're like trying to bring christopher back uh he's riding his horse on whatever planet being a cowboy and star starfleet shows up and says we need you 
so we'll get some backstory to see where and how they get to that point in discovery and then beyond because they just announced that paul wesley has been cast as captain kirk which is kind of caught me by surprise as well which will be for season two of strange new worlds yeah this says it's years before kirk boards the enterprise so okay I don't even want to ask the question, but I'm going to ask it. Is there any continuity to the movies or is the uh, the continuity to the TV shows? Or is this like that whole new timeline that just kind of got created? No, because the timeline that got created for the, the new movies that J.J. Abrams is called the Calvin. <clears throat> the Calvin okay. is completely different, even though they crossed over into it with Spock and yeah, everything. That's and why, Hero yeah, that's why. And whatnot. Yeah. So the... The thing to remember is that they they're they're going back and telling basically new stories while yeah. trying to do their best to preserve Star okay. Trek okay. as it was. I mean, you have characters who showed up in the original series, and now it looks like we will probably get a new Captain Kirk series. I would put money on it. Yeah, yeah, for introducing them, and you got a Spock already. Like, if yeah. that is in Stranger Worlds, like continuing maybe he becomes right. the captain on that show and that is this is our star trek show period for the next whatever years because they're going back to that episodic they're going back to that plan of the week adventure of the week whatever oh, with that gosh. overarching thing that i've been you know that should be there i miss that kind of tv and i right. can't wait for star trek to return to that what a time to be a star trek fan this it's is bonkers truly uh this is crazy for me uh elf <laughs> is acquired by shout factory and they're going to be releasing more content like animated series awesome. probably a tv show maybe a talk show who knows but uh as an elf longtime elf fan <laughs> alien life form fan <laughs> um yeah it's coming back that was a weird one it's all right that's where i got my taste for cats you know exactly I, um... <laughs> no it was such a staple growing up it was such a weird show, and it's it. I just it it could exist so well at this time. Yeah, exactly. I uh, sure. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I guess that's all I can really say. Uh, next, Twisted Metal is coming to Peacock, a half-hour live-action TV series based on the classic PlayStation game series. Uh, it's original take by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick who did Deadpool and Zombieland and it's going to be um, while Anthony Mackie and Will Arnett are attached I don't even know what to say like is this a buddy thing you know what I mean like is it's it's uh, some guy has to deliver a, myst- a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland with a happy Help of a trigger-happy car thief, he'll face savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar ice cream truck. So this sounds like Mad Max to the extreme, and I am here a thousand percent for it. Exactly. We have no context besides the games. Yeah. that description sounds amazing. I know. So, whatever. I got Peacock for free. So I'm ready. Yeah, it's it just sounds bonkers. Um, did you ever watch the uh, it's with 
what's his name? Jason Statham. It's uh, it's not no oh. Death Race. <gasps> yeah, but there's the remake. Like there's a bunch. So the remake is with Jason Statham, but then they just George. kept making them. George Miller. It's, no, so there's one from like the Death Race 2000 from like the okay. 70s. Then they did Death Race in 2008 with Jason Statham. Then they did this made-for-TV version Death Race 2, and it's got Luke Goss in it. Luke Goss is the guy who plays like that Elven King in uh, um, Hellboy 2, and oh. he also plays the main vampire in Blade 2. <laughs> so that guy does a lot of like made for tv movies but he's a good he's a good actor and then like sean bean is in this uh sequel danny treo is in it it's like a sweet action movie <laughs> you should watch sometime it's both a true sequel to the original no they're both oh. so the one from 2008's a reboot okay and then i think they kind of make like an allusion to the original one yeah and then this other one is a sequel to that and it's just like these crazy cars it's like uh, basically, it's Running Man. You know, people stuck in prison. They shouldn't be. If you drive these cars in the death race, then you can get out of prison. <laughs> it's just bonkers. So, That's... anyway, hope Twisted Metal's good. <laughs> oh, it's Roger Corman. That's who it is. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. So I know, I know it's an obscure director. <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh, so, yeah, Twisted Metal, great. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch it. Next is uh, the Muppets Electric Mayhem Band series yes! announced by Disney+. Plus. Uh, so Animal will be getting his own series, which I think is a smart idea. It sounds fun. I've waited my entire life for this. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is one of my favorite aspects of the Muppets. I love Animal. I love Electric Mayhem. I don't even... Uh, Dr. More T. Muppets. Yes! More Muppets than better. Yeah. Yep. Janice, yep. right? Janice, I think yep. her name is... Yeah, not Janis Joplin, Janis. Yes, yeah, I, uh, I'm excited for it. Um, we have Quantum Leap. Uh, the reboot it adds Ernie Hudson. So again, more news to that. Don't know if it's a requel. Don't know if it's a full reboot. Um, but I'm excited regardless because I've always been a Quantum Leap fan. Yeah, I, I'm really interested in seeing what this is and Ernie Hudson only makes things better that's right and finally tv news umbrella academy season three has an official release date of june 22nd on netflix so looks like i have to watch season two before then (laughs) for me season two and season one were night and day I, i i liked season one i loved season two all right let's get bumped up yeah it's it was really good (laughs) Uh, all right, so let's go over to movie news. Um, Austin Butler has just been cast in Dune Part 2 as uh, Fade Rautha, uh, so he's one of the big bads. They also have a rumor, it's not on this article, but that Florence Pogue might be playing the uh, Empress uh, Irulan. So I don't know if that's going to happen, if she gets confirmed or not, but um, if you have not seen the trailer... For this upcoming Elvis movie by Baz Luhrmann with this kid, this Austin Butler kid, who I've never seen before until that trailer. Um, Watch it because he is like that. I like Elvis, you Mm -hmm. know, 
But I was like, holy shit, this is a movie I have to see. It just looks incredible. And I love, I love Baz Luhrmann to begin yeah. with. His, yes. his filmmaking yes. is so unique and and yeah. wonderful. And then he's going to do this. Yeah, like you. I was like, who is this kid? Yeah. Um. At the same time, I was like, can't Sting just play this role again? Yeah. <laughs> Sting still looks good. Yeah, he yeah, does. Does. <laughs> um, there's a lot of hints that, you know, of course... Denny Villeneuve is not done with the Dune series. Uh, yeah, he's prepping to do Dune Messiah. Maybe That's after the next this, one. who knows, yeah. man? I'm excited. It's a shorter book too, um, so they they could yeah they could do it in one. So um, when is Children done. of Dune? That's after that, even. Yeah, so there I think there's up, right? six yeah. or seven in the in this whole series. I'm on Messiah, so I'm only on issue two or book two. Um, and then it just keeps going. So, uh, OK, I'm going to put this under the rumor mill because I feel like we've been talking about this since the inception of Don't Forget it's the like Towel. Episode three of Towel I Talk, probably. Probably. But Beetlejuice 2 is in the works. You know, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder. Until I see them in a photo together, <laughs> I don't believe it. But. I would be very, very happy if I see it. Agreed. Agreed. That's, that's pretty much it. Uh, things that are happening. Bullet Train. <laughs> uh, we finally saw the trailer for this. One of the best trailers I've seen in a very long time. I, you know, it's <laughs> funny. I, I was going to share the teaser trailer because the teaser trailer I watched on TV. And I had no idea what I was watching. I was like, what is this? This is a. This is a commercial for tourism in Japan. I thought right. we're COVID right now. They're trying to get people to travel to Japan again, finally. And then all of a sudden, Brad Pitt shows up. And like, I think Brad Pitt has been um, narrating this whole time. So <laughs> it's a very unique viral yeah. teaser trailer. And then this trailer drops. And I'm like, this is my new, like, batshit crazy movie. It looks insane. Yeah, it does. Uh, so if you haven't seen the trailer yet, please watch it. It's very, very fun, very unique. It's a one. It's one of those things where it makes you go, okay, they're still making weird shit movies, and thank God for that. Yes, <laughs> they're still taking a chance. But I mean, it's Brad Pitt, so I'm not taking that big of a chance. <laughs> um, this is a little bit of a chance, though. Uh, Regina King will be directing a adaptation of the comic book Bitter Root. She's got Ryan Coogler to help her out uh, as he will be one of the producers on it. Um, I have not read this comic. I own it because I remember the cover and it's, it's an image book. And I remember just going, hmm, this looks like it could be interesting. So it takes place during the 1920s. Um, it's this legendary family of monster hunters who are the only ones who can save New York and the entire world. Um, and it's their, uh, it's this African American family. And yeah, I, I'm excited to see what she does as a first time director. And again, another comic book thing sounds great. So this sounds good. I'm, I'm in. Me too. I love Regina King to begin with. Her involvement in things from Watchmen and beyond to things that aren't even like geeky oriented. That's what makes her special. Like, I love her and everything I've seen, and I would love to see this next step. Yeah. Um, I thought that she directed something more recently as well. 
but maybe the heart of they fall no no i'm probably wrong no she's in it she's <laughs> in it i know yeah i'm trying to think though because she won an oscar for something other than acting no no she wanted best supporting actress for beale street to talk is this the movie one night in miami yes okay yes that is it right yeah, that movie. I need to watch that. People movie like still. that movie. Yeah, it's on my. I think it's an Amazon. Yeah, it's an Amazon movie. Mm-hmm. All right. So Will Smith and Michael B. Jordan are supposed to be teaming up for I Am Legend sequel. Talk about movies that no one asked to have a sequel for <laughs> during a pandemic of all times. Uh, sure. <laughs> let's just make when the earth stood still for the eighth time. I don't know. You know, let's just I like it. that I, movie. I, I, I did mean, too. but don't be wrong. Whatever. That that's it's all like, I'll say. It's not like you're making Avatar 12 years later or whatever it is, and then still going to make a billion bucks. Like, right. Do you remember I Am Legend? I remember the Batman versus Superman billboard from that movie. Remember that? Yes, I remember that, and I remember like his dog and the poster and i think some vampires that weren't called vampires even though they're vampires in the comic like it's just i remember that being like an like an annoying thing that they were like creatures and not just straight up vampires yeah it sounds like fallout <laughs> yeah so anyway that's a thing that is happening um <laughs> alien we're going to talk about alien predator two of our favorite things of all time uh, there's a new alien in the works from Fede Alvarez. He did the Evil Dead remake and Don't Breathe. Um, so this is supposed to be a standalone alien movie, um, which is something that we haven't seen. When's the last time we saw a standalone alien movie? Alien Covenant. Yeah, but would you would you call it that? I think it's called Alien by Ridley Scott or Alien Three. Yeah, Adventure. that's what I'm single alien, single Re- alien, right? Alien Resurrection has two, but still, it's kind of it's still an alien. But anywho, point is, uh, this is this is happening. I'm totally fine. He said it's a you know they he pitched them. It's a good story with a bunch of characters that you haven't seen before. They can do it for a a cheap budget because he knows how to shoot things cheap. Um, and I think it could do well. I mean, the guy killed it in Don't Breathe in Evil Dead for me. So I'm I'm 100% behind this idea. That's good. At least Scott's producing, so he won't be bitching from the backseat as much because um, he'll have money in it. So I don't know. I, I'm really excited for this Alien Anthology series coming to Hulu. I really yeah. want to see what that's about. I... Yeah, I, I hope they can breathe them some new life in Alien after the acquisition of 20th Century. I just, yeah, that's it. I, I want to see something new without exactly. Ridley Scott. Right, without Ridley Scott. You've been doing it in comic books for 30 years. You can do it in, in books, you know, like you can give us some material. Philip Kennedy Johnson is, is, is putting out some of the best Alien material ever. So there you go. Read the Marvel Comics, people. Uh, and then in Predator news, um, we got some more details. Uh, so the Dan Trachtenberg directed movie uh, is going to be taking place in 1719 in the Great Plains. Um, it will be starring a Native American female who 
comes in contact with predators, and that's pretty much all we really know. <laughs> and need. and it's coming to Hulu. Oh, and hunt. Yeah. No, and need. That's all we all need. We need. All we need. Yes. Also true. I'm yeah. sorry, Shane Black, but your movie sucked. Um, I've watched oh. it a times. Yeah, it's not that good, man. I. It's not it's, that good. It's like I just. I agree. Hey, fun. I. I. It's. It's not a. Uh, how about this? It's not a bad movie. No. It's just not a great Predator movie that for us and for most people. It's on the same trajectory path as they were doing with those Alien vs. Predator movies. They're just badly written movies where you're just doing the same rehash stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I can find some enjoyment in this, but I am looking for something original. I am looking for something different. Predators, predators. Yeah. was so good. Get yeah. the fuck off Earth. This movie? Yeah. Go back in time? I want to watch somebody with bow and arrows fight a predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. Well, we did. It was called Predator. <laughs> That's why it was so good. That's yeah, right. exactly. Remember, he had he couldn't use his weapon. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's a good point to uh, go to our second commercial break. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the campfire chats. A DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. We are back, and let's talk gaming. Final Fantasy has opened a website for the 35th anniversary. Now, that's a long time to be putting out games, my friend. Now, people are kind of talking about what this means and more, but honestly, they just came out with Stranger in Paradise. They just released Final Fantasy VI Digital Upgrade, whatever it is, and Final Fantasy Sixteen is on its way. So I don't know what people are expecting, except that this is an anniversary site. Is it exciting? The first game dropped in December 18th of 1987. Hmm, that's crazy. Nintendo. I would imagine I've been playing <laughs> since then. There's also, uh, don't forget, Chocobu GP, <laughs> the Chocobu racing game, also dropped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah. And then the next game is introducing itself on my phone. Um, I I showed you this to you today. It's called WrestleQuest. Yeah. And it might be one of the greatest things I've ever seen in a long time. Yes. Um Throwing it back to the old RPG games, throwing it back to the turn-based RPG games, but throwing it into a wrestling, pro wrestling environment where Randy Savage and Andre the Giant and Jake the Snake are the bad guys. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, and it's just insane. Your your goal is to get to the ultimate big bad, which I think is Macho Man Randy Savage, right? It's like Muchacho Man or something like that. They renamed him, but it's Randy yeah, Savage. Yeah, but okay. Here's so right, um, I'm I'm down. This I saw this and I instantly said I will be buying it. So it's put out through Skybound, which is why they may be able to. Like, they may have gotten the rights for these people, so they're not getting sued by the WWE. Um, what, is, what is Skybound? That's that... the offshoot of Image. That's, yes. what's his name? Yeah, Kirkman's yeah, yeah, company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but they do all they do a lot of those card games you know as well as uh video game stuff although obviously all everything walking dead but like um pen i, I can't remember they do other games too that i i i've played pitch quest is a is a board game that i've played that they've done anyway cool so it's exciting so you're excited for shredder's revenge hell yeah right me too it's been a long time since we got to play teenage Mutant ninja turtle video games well guess what casey what all of them <laughs> are on their way to our console because they're going to release the cowabunga collection which blew my freaking mind the other day i mean do they do they give a price of it no and i don't okay. really care yeah <laughs> um let me, here's a full list of the games in the collection Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Yeah, can't wait. Are you really going to list them all? <laughs> I am. TMNT, Turtles in Time, arcade game. TMNT, Turtles, NES. Oh my gosh, one of the hardest games ever made. Ever. TM- T- TMNT 2, the arcade game. Yes, I'll stop there. But all of the games going all the way to Tournament Fighters, if you remember that game. I do. <laughs> gosh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12. Over 12 games of you know, Teenage Mutant Madness. Yeah, this is a, what they would call an instant buy, uh, even though I will not be able to complete any one of these games. But you will, because just like on Switch, there there's rewind mode. So you can cheat uh, to your parts of the lore and just beat these games you could never beat back in the day. Because okay. you know what? Those games are impossible. I bought the Disney Afternoon Collection, I, I erased it immediately because it's so yeah, damn hard. I'm telling you, man, that's it. We had a lot more patience back in the day and saving, you know, spots and pausing, you know, I mean, things like yes. that didn't exist back then. So, yeah, this is this is great. And I'm very excited to get my my uh, shell on it. But what time is it, Chris? It is time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters out there, this is The Pursuit of Plastic, and we have a boatload of uh, toys to talk about today. Uh, So let's start with Super 7, Casey. Some great things going on. Disney Ultimate Series 3 got announced. And in Disney Ultimate's fashion, they're releasing characters that are very obscure that will make you buy them so that in the future you're like, I already bought this character, so I need to buy another character from this movie (laughs) or show. Very exciting. Um, what do we have here? We have Stitch, right? Evil Queen from Alice in Wonderland. We got Silly Symphony's Big Bad Wolf. You remember that stuff. <laughs> and the Mad Hatter, right? Yes, because I think the oh, I'm Robin... Sorry. No, not that one. It's the alligator from Fantasia. Again, oh, yeah. another obscure gotcha. character. Yeah. They look great, man. This is all... This is all did you order people. this Robin Hood? You I did. ordered Robin Hood and Prince John. Prince John okay. was series one. That's right. Robin Hood was series two. Which and is Nottingham like, is also one of them, though. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. He's coming, though. If they yeah. would just do an entire Robin Hood series, I'd buy them all. So I don't know what we're waiting for, honestly. Wow. Crazy. Uh, when I was a kid, I read thunder thundercats books as well as watch the show 
and one of my favorite characters was this bounty hunter um and her name was mandora and she rode this really sweet ass electro cycle and i've always kind of wondered like when she would be thrown into this ultimates line well it's happened and you can now pre-order both her and her bike uh if you want and I did, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you were willing to spend the two hundred and five dollars, then yes. you could have it. <laughs> I did, and I will. I, I didn't buy that thund- sure you thunder. You closed tank. your eyes and just did it. I did. I said she can't not have her bike. I was, I was like, I was always kind of like in love with these kind of characters when I was a kid. These, these like badass females. So, this is another addition to that. This is uh, it. This, this is, is it. feeding your addiction. It is. It is. Badass bounty hunter females. Um, and then last up in Super 7 News today, they announced a partnership with Toho. They will be doing Toho Godzilla uh, action figures in the ultimate scale, about eight inch scale, I believe it is. Uh, first up is from the 1889 film Godzilla versus Biollante. And both look amazing. Sculpt, sculpted by the four horsemen. As you yeah, this is... Um... This is sad because I want it <laughs> because that's the thing. It's like, I, you know, NECA has been doing Godzilla forever uh, for a long time now, but they don't have the articulation that this one does. The only problem for me, and it's a stupid problem to have, is like I want him when he's got like when he's. um, What am I trying to say? Like blow out the, the breath. Yeah, there's a word for it that's escaping me right now. But yes, that's what I want. Like I want the, you know, the spike back to be blue. I want the the breath ex- which they'll do. They will absolutely do. So, I was going to buy it. I like literally had it in my cart and then I thought, but you know what? I know they're going to give me that other one and that's the one I want. <laughs> so, and of course I'm going to want, but uh, it's like why did you do Biolante? Fuckers. like why couldn't you like you just couldn't do mothra you couldn't do gator like and gator is gonna be like 150 dollars easy they are smart oh i know they are <laughs> that's why we <laughs> got prince john in series one of the Disney yeah Netflix. seriously so sorry guys this you know pseudoplastic we probably get the most explicit on this show so <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's true we are so passionate about our toys <sighs> speaking of passion about toys Mattel, Mattel has finally, finally shown off their 2022 selection of Masterverse and Origin figures. And there's so much coming, including like the Horde uh, in the Origins line from a great looking leech figure and Mantana with finally the legs that he deserves and a fuzzy Grizzlore and all this other stuff. Broton. It's a lineup. So we'll we'll go into it, you know, more in depth when they do. because they haven't really so right now it's south by southwest yeah and which has never been a time to release all this other news it's typically just some music stuff of course some movie stuff of course but like toy announcements no like this is a whole new place where they're getting out the news uh even video game stuff has come out this week so it's just it's been weird yeah it's great though you know your cousin Chris and I talked about this on the last episode of It Crept from Eternia, how Mattel has declared it a success and that they are not stopping. No. And I was a little worried at first, 
but they they held back because they were having some supply chain issues and now they're ready to release and the stuff they're doing like shira characters in the masterverse scale yeah and more it just gives me a lot of faith in what they're going to be doing across the line um a Sunman masterverse characters like it's just it's amazing and it's a great time to be a geek like you said earlier yeah roton so roton <laughs> thank the gods uh muppets we love muppets you know what i love even more than muppets is lego minifigures they're getting a whole set of them and this is going to be really hard for me not to get because all of those heads look freaking amazing uh, as as you'd expect <laughs> right I, yeah how much do they these things go for like a hundred dollars a case or whatever because you got to go through those blind bags and you got to get them yes. all and gotta get them we'll all on that shit up so i am um, yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> yeah I, once i see uh beaker who's my favorite i'm like oh no oh no my money and my daughter's super into legos or well she's into legos but also muppets now so yeah this is you know anyway you're done for, buddy you're done for. you're gonna game be over collecting on two fronts that's soon it. um <laughs> this is i don't know what todd mcfarland does you know maybe he like he may be a demigod of some sort, uh, action figure demigod, geek demigod, because he's given us all the DC multiverse figures that we've ever wanted. And it's as if we can afford them all at the same time, which we can't. Um, but it's exciting nonetheless. I'll just say that. Hush. Both a single and double pack. It's on, <laughs> on pre, pre-order already. We'll have all these affiliate links for you for all these characters grifters up for you know from wildcats and now in the dc universe amazing amazing character there um john kent superman wally west flash red robin the flash tv from season seven or eight the batman beyond five pack dropped today the black adam movie figures were teased a while ago but we need to talk about them because i can't wait to see them amazing lineup there and more because, yeah. you know, tomorrow they're going to announce something. By the time the show comes out, there'll be a bunch of new figures. It's literally every day or every other day that he drops another figure. It is absolutely bonkers how much that they've put into production. It's just it really is like mind boggling where like I'm like, oh, I should. Oh, I should get I uh, uh, like Clayface, Joker Dragon uh man bat like all uh swamp thing all those have already been on pre-order within like the last week and now you go throw grifter at me that hush two pack is incredible red robin been waiting for him i wanted a good flash tv because i didn't think the other one was good to grant gustin's face this looks better so it's just like when you then you what are you gonna do are you dropping all the arrow first and then legends and then black lightning i mean like is that coming Please. Titans? Oh. We haven't had any Titans figures yet. Doom Patrol? Dude's going to make them. Yeah, Chris's face just lit up. So anyway, Doom we could Patrol spend the figures. whole show on on Mark uh, McFarlane, but we let's have keep talking about it. Say yeah, okay. So go on. <laughs> he is he is redoing a lot of his spawn line, which is amazing. Uh, and then there's also the tease for maybe his next Kickstarter, which may be Medieval Spawn, which yeah. I'm all in on. Yeah, me too. Another thing that came out of Toy Fair that we didn't really talk about Toy Fair too much because we took the last couple of weeks off, but um, 
something called page punchers, which is very smart. It's very good for the new collector who also wants to read comics. You're getting a, you know, a three and three quarter scale figure, 10 bucks. You can't beat that. You can't beat that for the collector. That's going to be your child because how else are they going to get into this stuff if they don't have the book and the toy at the same time? It's genius. Yeah, this is a very, very smart idea. It's $10. You know what I mean? So the price point is like right on. He's got 12 figures lined up and he's going to try to sell them all as a group down the line. Um, my buddy, he's a generation before us, but a hardcore toy collector as well. Like he was saying how like this appeals for him. Like you and I will still spend $150 on a toy, $250 on a toy. He doesn't go that high, but damned if he doesn't spend thousands of dollars on these $10 figures. He just doesn't do it the way that we, you know, he diversifies a little bit more. So he was like, yep, yeah, I'll buy all of them. Like uh, he was all in on this. Who diversifies? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I do. I know. Yeah. Exactly what you mean. yeah. 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 It's wild. I just ever since he got that the license and then he got the DC Direct license. Oh, yeah. He's been. He's he's the Todd father. That's yep. it. That's it. Next up in Mesco news. I don't know whenever I'm going to get my Mesco figures. I ordered three years ago, but sure, I'll pre-order more. Um, Atticus Doom. You. I got this the other day. <laughs> Did you, in the mail. It came. What two weeks? Yeah. No joke. Is yeah, the fast thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, got it. Isn't that wild? Someone was talking about it in the group, just like it must be there's taking all the pre order monies just to fund these Rumble Society things. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves in that regard, honestly. <laughs> and then they take then they take the Rumble Society money to go then finish, you know, uh Batman eighty nine. <laughs> or this. I canceled ninety percent of my Mesco orders yesterday. Yeah, I mean they fuck with us, honestly. They just I they, I canceled they, almost they, everything except for my yeah. Batman Rogues. Yeah. And my eighty nine Batman. I canceled my Fantastic Four box. I'm not I'm not dealing with these guys anymore, honestly, dude. Oof. I'm done. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm just I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm tired. I have a great collection and I'm just tired of waiting when I can buy awesome figures McFarlane. McFarlane at 20 bucks that come out within like a week or two that are covering figure covering characters and storylines that are relevant to today yeah yeah that's it i i can't wait i can't i can't do anything like that anymore it's it's frustrating but i will take my keaton batman whenever that's ready whenever whenever that flash movie comes out i guess, probably, I gets guess. <laughs> probably gets bumped up with that movie so oh my gosh all right move on from them because they're just a Negative they also dropped space. that Batman Two Face, yeah, 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 yeah. Batman sixty six thing. It looks great. Did you order that? No. Okay. It was kind of weird that they based it on the movie. Um. Again, McFarlane's doing great Batman sixty six figures. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hot Toys, Peacemaker, the Batman, Harley Quinn. They're getting. They're rolling out all these DC figures. That's great. Uh, I I saw that Batman. I want some version of that character. I'm not sure which yet. But it's not this one, unfortunately. Yeah, this one's hard because Mezco put out one. uh, McFarlane put out one. The Hot Toy is the best looking one of all of them. But I also agree with you. I I 
I wanted version, but I just if McFarlane can fix the face, or if I can learn how to paint. <laughs> I want to get that statue. I had it pre-ordered, but I canceled it. The McFarlane one at $39.99. Whatever his oh, okay. Is. Yeah, that one's... Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I might do that eventually. DST um, might do something uh, crazy, too, which would be nice. They might even do a car, too. I'm confused on how DST is going to work with DC Direct and those licenses. Like, do they get it still? You know, who knows? We don't have to go into uh, it too deep. But about that, yeah. yeah, I I love the, the Marvel stuff that DST is doing. Yeah. And so I think that's that's probably where they're going to stay, like differentiate the two. But yeah. we will see. We will see. Um, the Peacemaker one's funny. It's the one tongue. head. Yeah. With an attachable tongue. It's so it's funny. So Please watch that show so we can talk about it. I will, I will, I will. And then this Harley Quinn one, I didn't see it. It's based on what, a roller skate outfit or which one? Or Yeah, it's like that. Or final episode? No, no, no. Outfit? Yeah, like the yellow sparkly one with all the streamers on. Yeah, that one. It's a good looking one. I I like that. I'm still waiting for my McFarlane one of that, though. Still hasn't dropped, strangely. Who knows? But Migo. Migo is always here. For you uh, soft goods collectors who don't want to spend too much money. Uh, so we got a couple of neat PX exclusive figures this week. Uh, previewed as Batman Beyond and Deathstroke. So what is old is new again. These amazing figures. And it's funny because there's like I have that um, teen, teen Wolf from them, right? Yeah. And it. That version, like in that, like I wouldn't maybe a Mezco, but other than that, I couldn't see a better version of that. Migo was like the right thing to do. And a lot of those, like the Universal Monsters, because of that style, you know, from being older already, it fits the Migo style really well. You know what I mean? Whereas like I couldn't see it on certain like I couldn't see McFarlane doing a great Teen Wolf. Like it might look really cool, but it wouldn't be like that. It wouldn't look retro. exactly yeah retro is the word so i think they you know batman beyond deathstroke eh, kind of weird choices like when they did um which i still need to get snake eyes and um the other guy storm shadow it makes sense because gi joe's used to be like those 12 inch soft good figures so i was like this this is cool it's kind of like a mix between the two gi joe cultures yeah, I think that they're Migo over Mezco is what. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the resurgence <laughs> is properly timed. It's been yeah. super popular. I mean, they're. I don't know if they have exclusive thing with Target or not, but I always see them on the shelves there. No, they're at Walmart too. Okay, there's okay. more at Walmart actually. Yeah, I don't go to Walmart. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, so yeah, we did it. We did it. Where can you find us, Chris? Uh, we're all over the interwebs at defententertainment.com. Also visit our original home, don't forget Italo.com, and check out the socials. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Do we have socials anymore? I think we still do. We definitely do on Facebook and everything. Yes, we Facebook. have we have socials, yes. And um yeah, hey guys, we're coming up on ten years this oh. year. July oh and July will be our tenth anniversary. So Chris and I have to get into the planning stages of what that means. 
Uh, is it Talk. a site refresh? Is it a new logo? Is it both? Who knows? All the above. Yeah. All the above. Maybe we'll shoot a new intro for this show. I don't know. So, oh, we should just shoot an intro. Then we don't have to have an intro. All right. So <laughs> this is Casey. I'll, I'll I'll record this too, and we'll we'll throw it in. This Ooh. is Casey. Go read some comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel. <laughs>